Welcome to Stories of the In-Between, where we find freedom, healing, and transformation through sharing vulnerable stories, sounds, poems, and works of art about living in the in-between. In between paradigms, life phases, portals, labels, and boxes, in order to live into the creatriarchy, equitable sovereignty, love elementality, and radical respect every living being and Mama Gaia herself deserves. I am your host, Adrian Arrow Phillips, therapist, womb wisdom guide, doula, coach, multidisciplinary artist, and writer. Join me for your dose of potent story medicine as we go deep into the multifaceted, multidimensional revolution and power that come from stories of the in-between. Hello everyone, it's Adrian. Welcome back to Stories of the In-Between. Hmm, today I would love to share with you something that feels really monumental to this podcast to get off my chest um, because it's one of the main reasons or one of the main ways I find myself in between in my life. And that has to do with the fact that I am queer and my spouse identifies as straight so we are effectively in a interracial, intersexual orientation marriage. And it was written in both of our stars that we were supposed to meet and become the power, powerful team, powerful, awesome couple uh, that we are and have two beautiful children that we are raising and together. And yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's an in-between space I find myself in. And part of the reason why this is so important here, I'm just going to find my notes. There we go. Um, I wanted to talk about the creatriarchy again, and if you haven't heard, go back to the episode on creatriarchy about the societal system rooted in natural abundance and just imagining all humans really waking up to this collective consciousness of taking aligned action by listening to intuitive creative womb energy that exists within us at all times and that is a part of us and that is our birthright to just really connect with this womb wisdom that really shatters the need for anything external from yourself, but really only, you know, what is internal is needed. Um, and so love elementality is one construct uh, within that, that makes up the creatriarchy. And it says that love is elemental and the guiding force of the universe and that it's really important to to honor the fact that love the vibration of love is what is going to help us evolve as humanity and um part of 
loving love elementality is that it can show up in a very wide gamut of human physical manifestations within relationships. And as a queer woman in a straight-seeming marriage, this is one of the pieces of my story that I have have purposefully hid and at the same time is one of the most important one of the most important things for me to get off my chest and to share and to start sharing because of the way that my existence shifts paradigms and uh, shatters shatters and transforms the old the old way and really helps step into the new way because holding yeah holding the energy of this in between space of you know having an inter interracial intersexual orientation marriage it really this paradox of you know straddling worlds really feels like a lot of times that is that is that is the potent powerful stuff right there that really creates magic a magical life and it really by being able to tap into this womb wisdom know that by living my fullest life and doing my best to communicate with my spouse and my loves and my children and my friends and um, I guess my family and um, that's yeah that's what, where, what it's about and so I have a few sh- poems uh, to share with you and yeah this one is, yeah, about, about being in relationship with yourself and a spouse. And yeah, you'll just, you'll understand. Okay. Do you ever feel like you're not enough and too much at the same time? Like you have an amazing spouse or husband as he prefers with a generous heart of gold and yet you're also now more into your sexual sovereignty than you ever have been. Like all the inner work you are doing to break free from the legacy of the passive obedient wife is paying off because you know that paradigms are shifting in your marriage because you have chosen your freedom over this docile inheritance. Like there is something in your bones telling you that it is important that rolling over and pretending that you want it Oh, and then trigger warnings gets a little bit sexually explicit. So if your baby's around, maybe a better time to do it later. That rolling over and pretending you want it or that it feels good when all you want to do is cuddle is just not going to cut it like it has in the past. Like your sovereignty and desire and enjoyment for solo sex or the time you opened up the relationship with upfront communication, of course, because 
somehow a five and a half month portal opened up for you to experience that lovership that made yourself, made you know yourself deeply, that made you feel free to have your both and. Like even though you try and try for your sovereignty to fit into the box of what marriage is supposed to be, which is a history of women being used for exchange like an object, you break out of this pattern by writing about it, calling in, manifesting, communicating about this paradigm-shattering connection with another yoni-having human that you wish people would understand that you really do still feel able to deeply love your spouse, your life partner, your best friend, your number one love of life, and have another connection that feels like freedom, that you wish he understood that this does not make him less desirable, only more connected to the new paradigm of loving and living in equitable sovereignty, in love elementality, You thought you were doing such a good job of navigating this open moment in your marriage. Thought you were communicating that you had his full blessing, but he is a Scorpio moon and was not okay with it, but tried to be. And this has now calcified into resentment that I get to live my best life, got to date another person when he is the good dude, holding down the family work family life, chores, and you too are holding down the family and the work and the housework and the life. So fast forward to the present moment in the middle of the night. The two kids have already jumped into your bed, co-opting that precious cuddle space on either side of mama, and you push their sleeping bodies aside to attempt to connect to your lifelong love because you know it's been a week since we have connected and you sense he wants to feel connected in that yoni portal sense of way way (laughs) like you are there enjoying his cuddles but aren't really in the mood feel the hardness saying that he wants to feel it and you want and you wish that just for once just cuddling was enough for him you ask if he has a question in your somewhat newly sovereign energy that can sometimes come off as too much, too stern, or too good. Desiring the question, I know you want to cuddle, but can I be in you, goddess? Maybe this is too much to expect for him to call you goddess, even though he knows you are one and has in the past. I know you just want to cuddle, but can I be in you? Maybe this is too much to expect. You reassure that he is loved, that just cuddling and connecting skin to skin is enough, but you can tell that it isn't for him, and you know he has sexual needs, so you try and get there. He tells you exactly what he wants. Can I feel it? I'll grab the almond oil, and you lay on top of me, skin to skin, heart to heart. We go into the next room and leave the kids sleeping contently in Mama and Baba's bed, like it is more theirs than ours, and you try to get in the mood. Maybe not trying hard enough? Okay, you think. Just get it done and get back to cuddling. He slides in you, but isn't quite hard enough, so he asks you to sit on his face for a moment to get hard. Mama doesn't really want that right now, because it's cold, and you want to be warm under the covers. So with that good old attitude of, I don't want this, 
but I'm trying to give you what you want. You sit on your on his face for a moment and then put his beautiful oily almond hard peanut almost almond coated almost hard penis back into your sacred yoni portal trying to get there but you're just not and he can feel it this is your opportunity to say have me here i am but he doesn't feel turned on anymore because he knows i'm not there mentally that i am annoyed and I just want to cuddle. I could have been more kind. He is annoyed. After all, I said, after all is said and done, your attempt to bring connection and closeness has resulted in the opposite. After all, most of the energy these days are going into the kids. Both you, you both have attempted to make more date nights happen. Just you two. It happens every few months, but not really enough to feel like you both are putting in enough time and effort into the relationship. He is now annoyed and gets up and does not want to even cuddle anymore. Because you tried to get there, but weren't. You tried to continue to love, to continue the love and cuddles, but he is annoyed now and doesn't want to talk. You try and talk anyway, and he just wants to feel loved and desired. You really want... You really want to desire him and do on many levels, just not sexually in this moment. A deadening in the conversation happens and he turns to his calcified resentment and possible deep down feelings that he is not good enough, not desired, like I only desire women, and he is old news. I will always want you, I tell him, and I will always want both as well. This is not a good enough answer for him and I feel his esteem go down. This is not my intention to have being in my full truth make my bestie feel less desirable. I tell him again that this would turn me on, that it would turn me on to take a class or read a book together, a new one, a new book like we used to do when we first got together over a decade ago. He feels resentful like I used to be into him and your mind flows to earlier today and you feel more intrigued and satiated by the hour today that you carved out all for yourself after bringing the kids to school and working from home. So you hit your 70, 37 hours, not 70, 37 hours. You revel in that hour of self-care, of connection to magic, the water sanctuary that made your, that you made for your tired body. And this was pre-COVID, written in pre-COVID land. So... Yeah, those carved out moments of self-care were less less to come by. Um, you sang into the water, conjured images of feelings of Mary Magdalene, placed crystals of obsidian, indigo gabbro, K2, rose quartz, and aquamarine, that in essence Himalayan sea salt, Epsom salt bath with potent CBD extract, calendula, av- lavender, and rosemary that you treated yourself to from the co-op, a few more drops of lavender, frankincense, and a dried rose from the lady at the grocery store that she gifted you recently. Yes, mama, you deserve this. You engage in the sacred marijuana, a toke from the bubbler, and then allow you 
yourself to relax and unwind amidst the grounded whirlwind of daily tasks that exist when you are a mother and have a spouse and work 30-hour OT gig for benefits and and another seven-hour side gig for moolah. And work on your soul business and podcast in the crevices of time at night after your kids go to sleep. At first, you notice your mind still on the tasks of the day, and then you let your body slide into the stillness of the water, feeling the magnesium from the Epsom salts being absorbed in your body, tense shoulders relaxing, feeling the CBD extract absorbed from the outside of of your skin, and the cannabis smoked earlier from the inside makes you feel at one in the water like your skin is porous and open to the healing energy of the blessed water like the skin barrier has been blurred after breaking off the gifted rose petals use the fuzzy part of the stem to touch the clit allowing pleasure without self-pressure to orgasm, but to just feel the sensations. The mind is transported into the primordial womb wisdom, the soul of life, and end up coming to the sensations on my clit and the feelings of oneness that I am God, goddess herself, a body in this universe of bodies energy of Adrian in the primordial soup of energy. I slide back into the bath feeling satiated, calm, peaceful. I breathe here and notice my thoughts, slide back into the flurry of daily tasks, but do my best to stay in the energy of relaxed release. Can you relate? Thank you for listening to that share, very vulnerable share. Um, Wondering if you can relate to, yeah, any of that. If you do, I'd love to hear any, you know, written or um, spoken poem reflections or just a voicemail to tell me about and possibly if parts of that resonated with you or if you're a a bisexual woman in a straight seeming marriage and really feel it um feel a strong desire to live fully in your life and maybe don't know how to make that happen yeah, I'd love to hear from you and help guide and just by, yeah, experiencing, just hearing your story and yeah. So give me a call, send me a, send me a voice message, storiesoftheinbetween.com, click podcast, click message and, and then just it'll shoot you over to anchor.fm which is where my the podcast is hosted and you can just click on message and leave me a voice message and if you consent I'd love to share it on the on the show I have one more poem and it's called queerness is spiritual revolution and evolution actually it's called evolution spiritual evolution queerness is spiritual evolution 
the evolution of revolving around love, love as essence elemental, elementality essential, esoteric in practice, practice being at peace with self, self, queer self. Queerness is a practice. It is how we relate to others, how we relate to our own soul. We want to connect to soul, to soul humans, purpose-driven, fully passionate in the world. And when my pussy wants another taste, I follow my desires and put them into action. I create celebratory moments, occasions of togetherness, coming together to forlore the coming of the dawning of the gift is the amethyst moon, broken and buried is the crystal, a spell, a time, a flame, flaming, Jidena queer? Makes me so happy to see gender queer beauties up in there, connecting, connections genuine, yet surprising in the old paradigm, evolution, revolution in the new. Together we are yet rapturous, Connections following fabulous finessing of soul scenarios, scenarios only known by essence to be lived and experienced through our bodies. This body, pussy so delicious. I taste my mind altering cervical fluid, gooey and a little creamy. I look in the mirror at her and I am happy. She is so beautiful. Ritual of imagination. And then cutting of cords of all past lovers, present and future, leaving essence of me. I am. I am. I am. I am seriously falling in love with myself. I'm a badass transformer, paradigm shifter, ferocious leader of the next wave of creation, creating the sentiment of fortitude in the non-attachment of dear creation, of dear yoni, I love and want to worship. Let me worship you for a time. Thank you for listening. And just want to follow that up with, yes, the fact that there has been only one moment of openness in my marriage of the last five years. Um, However, in the previous iterations of my relation in my primary relationship my lifelong love the father of my children the person I want to marry there were many iterations of opening and closing and had many many different layers of of needed definitely needed deep 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 communication around it all and I'm very grateful to say that the my main squeeze the love of my life the father of my children my best friend my spouse my husband is still in my life and I have found ways to communicate and be present with um, desires and energies that call me Um, most of the time that energy of desire is just channeled into a poem and move and we move on. Um, however, there has been pockets of magic that have happened where I've been able to experience the wholeness of who I am and I'm very grateful and I know that this is paradigm shattering to imagine a 
you know, a very amazing, spiritual, deep ass human who is, I don't know, I feel like I'm, I'm able to really stay true to myself and, you know, that means more than anything, it means connecting to your own self and that's why the part about, you know, giving, giving myself pleasure in the, in the bathtub, that's, that's the like, that's the deep root of it all. Um, cause if you know yourself, you're able to know, um, your desires and, you know, be a better partner and, um, yeah. So, uh, thanks for letting me be vulnerable and tell you all the vulnerable things because I know it's supposed to serve you because that's what my guides have told me over and over again. Even though it's super scary, it's okay. It's okay to be vulnerable, to be, to just be. And in this COVID times, of course, this has been a wonderful internal time um, where, yeah, I haven't really, this this poem is from a pre-COVID moment when, yeah, times were different. But I look forward to sharing more of this um, energy around being by in a straight seeming marriage and still loving my my family to pieces and wanting ultimately what is the very best for them and to to engage in my desires in a very pragmatic and responsible way um, with lots of communication with my with my spouse about yeah about it all and but not about it all because sometimes I just need to be talking to you instead of him (laughs) Uh, which is what I'm doing right now Um, who knows if he'll actually listen to this he probably will and then he'll be like I don't even know it doesn't matter this is for you so I hope you find some inspiration in um, connecting to your own authentic self in whatever iteration that looks like for you and whatever love that that comes with um just know that love is elemental and first and foremost that love has to stem from inside of ourselves and yeah Thanks for listening. Sending you so much love. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Stories of the In-Between. If you now feel a little more connected to your own inner transformation and our collective liberation, please subscribe. Leave a five-star rating on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere you find your podcast, and or share it with a friend that might find some solace in these words and vibrations. Sending you so much love. Until next time.